This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. So, hello everybody and welcome to episode 149 of the Declutter podcast with your host, Shalina. Hello. Hi, Shirag. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm all right. Not bad. Thank you. Yeah. Right. Today, you have to not sound British. This is a very... I don't know what to do with this because... Well, for context, <laughs> by the way. It's very funny. <laughs> so, for context, for, for obviously, for our listeners, um, a listener of our show yes. who you interacted with recently... Uh, pointed out that uh, they like my voice and I sound very British. So, very so British. Was, yeah. And they, they, I said, you're not British. You have an American accent because you went to uni in America. And yeah, if if you want to label my accent, it will be American. Although I don't think I'd, I sound that way anymore. No, not that do. much. I mean, there are words I know, but I mean, I don't sound as strongly American as I used to. Yeah. But uh, but but still, British is th- this is the first time I've heard British. Yeah, honestly. no, yeah, you're, you're British. Yeah. And then I was like, no, he really will not like that. That would be amusing for me. <laughs> uh, and she went, well, you must be rubbing off on him. So I think I am rubbing off on you, right? I guess. I mean, that's that's the only explanation I can think of. Is that <laughs> like you? Because we and sometimes that I do. Okay, as a person, I've always done that. I've always picked up on certain words and things from people around me. And so, and but then, here, there's a there's either. Uh, there's with the especially people born and brought up here or you know brought up here they either have very british accents or very american accents yeah because it depends on the school they go to yeah. generally yeah but it'll be like the the not from a not like an accent from a certain area it'll be like the generic accent Correct, yeah, kind of thing yeah. right so you have the generic american yeah, which which that's what I'm getting at. So which yeah. is which is something that happened like as an evolution here. When I came back, I, I know people were like, "What are you talking like?" And I was talking like a, like an East Coast Philly boy, ultimately, right? Which was <laughs> super fast, like certain weird pronunciations of certain Fresh words. Prince I, 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 I feel like both of us just resisted the temptation to start singing the the, <laughs> the title song. Well, like Prince it. Harry did it the other day, so we could just copy him, really, couldn't we? On the James Corden show, didn't you watch it? Oh my god! I, I, I just, I just didn't feel like I, I had a good reaction to what, what was coming. But anyway, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving Funny on. Funny enough, the show is not about decluttering your accents. It's about what, Shalina? Today we're going to talk about junk clutter. So I feel like it's like a weird like mix of words. Yeah. So I mean, we've talked about the seven types of clutter before, and junk clutter has come up, and. Uh, I thought let's talk about it more because I've had instances recently where I've had to deal with people who have demanded during the decluttering process or even not during the process. Like, uh, you know, I, you know I, I, contact, I, I sent the message to you because I was so shocked by this person. Remember who sent me a message going, you need to pick up my junk from my house tomorrow. Well, okay, no, that's, well, that's not exactly what happened. They, they were like, you need to pick the stuff up. Yes. And you were trying to relate to them that this isn't something I can donate, it's junk ultimately. No, well, right? no, that was, they wanted me to pick up the junk because they thought I was like, take my junk, that company right, here. Right, right. And I said, that's not my business. What I do is I go into people's houses, help them to declutter the stuff that they don't need in their life. And then 
organize things. Yeah. Part of my CSR is that I will take things for donation and give it to certain charities that I work with, but that's if it's good stuff. Um, and she got very upset and started threatening me. <laughs> she threatened to take me to the police. But I feel like all, all your stories end like that somehow. No. She got really, so-and-so got really upset and then she started threatening me. We're like, okay. No, no, I don't get threats that often. No, I don't get that many threats. I just tell you about things, but yeah, I don't get that many threats, really. So that was, that happened. And it's happened sometimes, you know, it's happened over the years. I mean, I've been doing this nearly for eight years. So right. I had people saying, Will you take this stuff? And I'm like, no, it's junk. This just needs to go in the trash or in the recycle. But it happened again recently. And it's kind of got to that point where I'm like, you know, now people are like, they think that everything that they declutter, because they're decluttering, it's such an amazing thing that they're decluttering. And they're giving it away to charity and that we should take it. Everybody should just accept the donations of junk right, that they're right, giving. right, right. You know, the, the decluttering things, you know, just because they're decluttering it, somebody else should accept it. And I thought it would be great to put the reality out there that actually a lot of stuff is not, you know, your trash is not somebody else's treasure. It's actually junk. Yes, Shalina. It, your trash is not trash. somebody else's treasure. <laughs> yeah, it's not everybody else's treasure. Uh, but I, th- no, I think also, like, maybe it's, uh, and then you said you already hit on this, right? It was about the fact that, like, a lot of, I mean, the, the the need to declutter comes from the fact that we've accumulated. Yes. And generally the reason we don't get rid of stuff is, we're like, well, it'll be useful at some point. Yeah. And so the idea then when you're decluttering is like, well, if it's not useful to me, it'll be useful to someone at some point. Exactly. That, yeah. That's generally the mentality people would look at. And I, I know that because it happens to me too, yeah. that like, I'm like, well, it'll be useful, it'll be useful. Maybe I can give it away to somebody because at least someone can use it, right? Uh, <laughs> I give him some of my stuff. Well, that's that was that was why I was kind yeah, of like. Yeah, I just remembered. <laughs> uh, yeah, but but the point again is that uh, I think so. That's that's where perhaps sometimes things that you might buy um, might be might be useful to you, may not be useful to you, but it's not necessarily automatically useful to somebody else. Exactly. Or usable sometimes. I yeah, mean, yeah. I mean, there are a lot of things like people declutter. I mean, clothes is a big thing that you know it is easy to donate it. Right. There are. I mean, I I, I donate to one family that don't uh, you know gives it to Yemen so a lot of the clothes especially winter clothes that don't you know decluttered here because people don't need them yeah. they actually need them in Yemen because of the mountains and stuff and in the winter it gets very cold so during this winter months I've been donating a lot of it and they've been incredibly grateful and that is great um I also had recently a guitar which it's difficult to sell you know considering how much you spend and the, the, the client was like just please donate it now i could have just given it to the normal charity but i gave it to this family i said see if anybody wants it in yemen you know if any family wants it if anybody wants to learn how to play the guitar because it might be something that they'll never be able to get in you know right now in considering situation it might help somebody it might help a kid it might make them a musician so it's gone, it's gone there, you know, so th- there's things like that. Sometimes you think, you know, it's so weird. It's so, not weird, but it's so random. Who's going to take it? But there might be someone. It might inspire one kid to learn how to play the guitar. So, you know, there are moments like that. But then there will be sometimes, a lot of the time, I will get toys given, you know, donated. Uh, oh, decluttered, Sorry. And uh, so the toys will be decluttered and they'll be broken or there'll be pen marks on them or 
limbs off, you know, on dolls. There'll be things missing. And, and, you know, somebody will go, oh, well, it's fine. Just donate it. Just give it to them. I'm sure they'll play with it. And it's like, would you want your kids to play with toys that are broken and things? I mean, if there's a way to fix it, great. Um, But, yeah, you have to think about the end user and if they're going to actually use it or are they just going to look at it and go, why are you giving me this trash? So that's what you have to think about. And I mean, right now, you know, especially since last year, so many people have been decluttering. It has become a massive thing to do. And to the point, you know, in the UK and the USA, the charity shops can't take any more donations in because they're over. Yeah, we've heard a lot of stories like, about people just saying, like, please don't give us more stuff at yeah. the moment. Yeah, And even here, you can see it. And, you know, when I go to some of the charities, it's they're full. Some are not, you know, it depends on what they want. So another thing that's been happening is people who have been decluttering kitchenware. So uh, think about like baking sheets and baking trays and uh, frying pans and saucepans. Yeah, I can see that. Right. But with the Teflon off or the the lining that's inside. So it's gone to the bare minimum. Like it's been scratched off. right? Right, right. Which is fine, like, you know, for baking sheets, it's fine. Like, I have one, uh, you know, you've seen my baking sheet. I've had it for 20 years or something, and it's black. But it's fine because I just put baking paper, you know, parchment paper on top of it, and then I'll use it, you know, for cookies because I'm not really a baker anyway. That's fine for me. That's fine for you. But a baking sheet with no Teflon or a saucepan with no lining or Teflon on it, it's not going to be a nice thing to give to somebody. Yeah, and it's not just only um, about the fact that it's not nice to give somebody something like that, but it's also like, is it really useful after that, right? If there's no lining and stuff, I mean, if there's, maybe if the handles come off, at least in some utensils, there's an opportunity to screw a new one in or something. So there's some refurbishment you can do in a way, right? But if the the layering is off and stuff, I don't know. I mean, I guess you have to recycle it. Exactly. And and I mean, like you said, with the saucepan handles, if, you know, it's donated to certain country like you know if it went to yemen would they have the parts Uh, i don't know you know what i mean like it's so you have to think about that what you think is suitable for donation you know might not be suitable and i mean there is a lot of times i'll say to people like i've seen shoes they're in such a state and they're like oh can we don't No, it smells it's got it looks bad i can see your toe marks in it like no that's not going into the donation part that is going in the recycle bin or even in the trash because they sometimes smell as well. You know, nobody needs to be seeing that. You know, poor people have to deal with recycling as well. Um, so that's what we wanted, you know, people to think about today is to think about, you know, when you do the decluttering, it's great that you're doing it. And it is, um, I know it's a big thing to get rid of things, you know, that you think have had value or still have value. But think also about the end user. What are they going to do with it? Will they be able to use it? Will they be able to fix it if it has got a, an issue with it? Or does it just need to go into the recycle bin or into the trash? Um, you know, think about it realistically. You know, if you could use it, yes, that's fine. But could somebody else use it? Um, and, you know, other, you know, if you send it to charity shops, they have to deal with the stuff as well. So that takes time as well. So you have to think about other people's time we're dealing with this decluttered stuff, this junk. Um, so, yeah. And and also when you do declutter and you do donate, make sure you donate to the right places uh, because there are, you know, the charities will take certain items right, and right. not, you know, in the bins will take certain items. So make sure you donate things 
to the right places as well. Yeah, even the Take My Junk guys here have a list of things they do not take. Well, they right. don't. I mean, they don't. They almost take nothing. But they don't but take that's, junk anyway. Yeah, but they but they they're very careful about the stuff that can be reused or shipped off in a yeah. proper way, versus just like random things that you think, like why this is totally usable, but they'll be like, no, that's we don't just handle it. So yeah. This, yeah. I mean, they don't take bits and pieces anymore. Like you know, they used to take little bits like vases or yeah, yeah, cookware yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and it's the same, you know, for organizers. Um, you know, we can't take everything, and like in other countries. Um, people, organizers have to get a, a license to dispose of items in the dump yard, in the yeah. recycle areas and to charities. So, you know, we are lucky, you know, we do for certain places. Yeah, I mean, to it's starting license. to become the case here because obviously waste has become a big problem. That's that was something I was going to touch on too. Yeah. So, uh, so as a result of which, like a lot of providers who want to dispose of things actually have to pay a fee yeah. to dispose it, to dump it somewhere. Yeah. Um, and so ultimately then that's that's where the problem is that's why they tend to refuse certain things because they're like well this one we have to pay for so we're not gonna yeah. yeah and it's the same with me i mean if i it, it does get to that point then i would have to get the license as well i mean i've been fortunate that where i work you know which houses i go to in the community especially when it's in you know some of these communities um the security know me now and also you know the trash people come often right, so right. they'll see it and they'll see that it's me and I'll say to them, look, if you want to go through the stuff, you can go for it. If you want anything, keep it. If not, take the stuff and put it in the, the truck for trash. But, you know, remove it from this area. Yeah, yeah. So they're grateful sometimes. Sometimes, you know, there'll be things like old suitcases and things like that. And I'll say, look, take that. Keep that for yourself. But everything else, please put it in the trash or put it in the recycle. So there is because they're winning in a way. So they're more helpful. Um, and so we are fortunate in that way that there is that secondhand market in a Correct. way, isn't there, yeah. with, you know, the maids. Lots of things, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the workers and stuff. They will take these things. But we also have to be considerate of what we are thinking is suitable for donation and what is actually junk. Yeah, and I think the one thing I want to add here also is even if you haven't done this in the past, this is from a sustainability angle since that's what we want to talk and we've been talking about that recently, mm. um, is also think when you buy now. Because yeah. ultimately, you do have to realize that we 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 are living in a very conscious world where we want to be a little careful about this stuff. Mm. And so when you're buying, think about the long-term stuff in it. So a part of that, of course, is buy stuff that is recyclable and stuff, and that's yeah. good for the environment. So we've talked about that. But then also think about longevity of certain things. Like, if I'm not going to end up using this, can I give it away? Yeah. And yeah. then maybe, maybe if you're not sure, then like maybe refrain from a purchase or pick a product if there are two options, one that is will last a bit longer. Plastic tends to eventually fade, break, and or, yep. you know, go bad um, and stuff. And then you have, I mean, for me, like a good example, since we were talking about pans, is like a cast iron pan, i.e. which doesn't need too many layers. Yes. And stuff. It's perfect. It's yeah. perfect because it's not going to go bad. The layers are just going to come off. It's actually the, you know, the, the metal ultimately. Yeah. And so down the road, that's going to be reusable, recyclable in some fashion. Yeah. Uh, so that's just those little like smaller, you can start making those decisions when, you, when you're buying with the hope of saying, hey, it, ultimately maybe this will not land up as junk. Yep. It's something that we can donate. Yeah, yeah. And that's the same for, you know, and as you said, um, and we've talked about kitchenware, um, a lot of kitchenware here gets destroyed in the kitchens from the staff, you know, like they, there seems to be a lack of respect or care for, you know, especially saucepans and frying pans. Right. Um, they can go through them like three or four in a in a year, you know. You know where like I've got the same set. Yeah, it was gonna be like three or four in a year, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah okay. it's it's incredible what you see and how it's been destroyed with the the steel wool and stuff like that. Right, like the yeah. way it's been cleaned. 
Gotcha. So, you know, then it gets to a point where I'm just like, you need to just go to, you know, Ikea and just buy it from there because it's cheaper and it'll, because it's going to get destroyed. But then that's bad as well because it's not sustainable. Correct. So, yeah, if you get something like cast iron, it will last longer. So I have a cast iron pot that I use for cooking everything. And and, and actually it, it makes everything taste better as well. Like my curries seem to taste even better. So, yeah, think about it in that way. Yeah, it's a coating thing, right? Like you're not, it's not dispensing. Anyway, yeah. this is a whole different debate but yes but, but ultimately uh, yeah. the idea is like uh, think about what you're buying especially or at least try to implement that now even if you have stuff and yeah you can deal with it separately. and uh, so the key thing to think about when you're decluttering you know and i always say put it into different piles so when you're decluttering if you have a pile for donate possibly look at that again and see is it in a good condition to donate or does it should it just go in the trash or in the recycle bin so review those things as well because you know seriously think if that was given to me as donation, would I want it? Um, and then it's that it'll, it'll it's good, make it it's easier. It's a good test. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Awesome. Okay, so that's kind of what we want to talk about today, which is the difference in a way between junk and you know stuff that you can actually donate and some things to think about around that area. Um, as always, uh, you can contact Shalina at Declutterme. So that's at D-E-C-L-U-T-T-R-M-E on all of the socials and declutterme.com for more. And we'll see you again next week for episode 150. Bye. Bye.